Stick with me, Jesus, through the coming storm. I've come to you in search of something I've lost. I am. Hello, and welcome back to Small Screens Film Club, the uh, film club radio show at London Fields Radio, coming live from... (laughs) Wilson Way Cafe. I think you can tell that I haven't done this in a while. This is the first show of 2018. Yeah. We've had a couple of uh, couple of weeks off, haven't Just we? Just a couple. Just a couple <laughs> like over a the month. Christmas over the Christmas period and New Year. But we're back. We're back for 2018 to talk movies. Movies. And this week we're going to be talking. Well, actually, I forgot to introduce you. Yes. So God. we've got. I do it. I quit. <laughs> Please don't. We've got the regular co-host Alessia is with us. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. Are you? Yeah. Mm, yes. Any Any New Year resolutions that oh, you want many, to talk about? Many, many, many. many. Resolutions. I've heard you got 18. Well, yes, I have done. I, you know, I actually don't, can't remember all of them, but yeah, I have a couple. You can't remember all of what? what what's all your of them. What's your film-related New Year's resolution? Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. More, no. more, more horror movies is <laughs> no, a good one. No, never horror I movies. Mean, I can't do that. You know, I can't do that. I mean, mine, mine is watch more independent movies. Yeah, maybe that's that was it. Because in general, we watch a lot anyway, so it's yeah. difficult to have a resolution that will be even more than what we do I think, now. I think it's yeah. For me, it's definitely watch watch more independent movies and maybe fewer blockbusters. Or or just both. Or just watch everything. Just everything. Watch, every, watch every single movie that comes out this year. Just don't go to work anymore and just watch all day, <laughs> all night. That sounds really lovely, actually. <laughs> I'd love that. But um, no, this week we're going to be talking about uh, an, interesting, an interesting film that we saw last week, and it's called Last Flag Flying. There are times that demand that even old men should become threats. It's like during the Pinko scare. I thought I was talking. Yeah, you were. I told my wife I am not coming home. Not until we're done here. Where's your boy? They got him again. Tomorrow we're going to get him back. And then we're going to take him home. And it's by uh, a, a director that I really love called Richard Linklater. I'm not sure if you... Have you heard of Richard Linklater? Have you heard of anything he's done before? I heard of him now. <laughs> You've heard of him now. So he did um, a movie a Last couple... Last week as a, well. <laughs> a couple of years back, he did a movie called Boyhood, which was a, oh, a very yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. project where he yeah. filmed over, I think it was 18 well, years. You know what? There was my... Literally, uh, is the, you know, is the film that you're always like, oh, I have to watch this and I have to watch it. And then for some reason, you never watch it. Because you're worried that you're gonna feels, not like it. It feels a bit it, too heavy. And it feels yeah. like you're gonna be depressed for months after that. So, but that's, yeah, that's. I think everybody has one film that is always like, oh, I'm gonna watch this, I have to watch this. And it never happens, and that one is mine. But have you, have you ever heard of the Before uh, trilogy? So there, there, no. there are films with Ethan Hawke and uh, I think it's Juliette Binoche, the yeah. French actress. And um, so it's a trilogy, it's like Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, and I've forgotten the name of the other one, but they're, they're very, they're, oh no, uh, Julie Delphi, sorry, not, not Juliette Binoche. That's another. It's an, another French actress. <laughs> uh, but that, that was a very famous trilogy of his, but he makes, he, he specializes in these kind of um, more stripped back movies uh, based on more human interactions, uh, a lot of really good dialogue. And so the last last flag flying is very much uh, a Richard Linklater film in that respect. So uh, I'll 
try and uh, give you the the synopsis of the movie. So it's basically it takes place uh, just so it's just after ju- well, it's a couple of years back. So I think it's two thousand nine. It's based in where uh, Is it's it? Is yeah. It so it's um, just, yeah. it's just after the World Trade Center and uh, lots of well people coming back from Iraq and the war, the war in Afghanistan. Or not coming back. Or not, or not coming back. <laughs> and it's um, three uh, three men that served together in Vietnam, form, former Navy corpsmen. And uh, so they're, but they're, all, they're played by quite famous actors. So you've got Steve Carell, uh, Brian Cranston, and Lawrence Fishburne. So St- uh, Steve Carell plays a guy called Doc, and they all served together in Vietnam. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne plays the Reverend Richard Mueller and Brian Cranston plays Sal and it's basically uh, Doc tries to get back into contact with his two friends from Vietnam because rather sadly his son died in In Iraq Iraq, and he wants them to accompany him to the funeral and to help him bury his son and it's it's a very human tale about this I don't like to use the word, but this journey that they go on together in order to, first of all, find out what really happened to his son and eventually have a funeral for him. Yeah, I mean, I think journey is the right word, though, because it is, it is actually yeah, like they, a trip they take. Yeah. So it's, it's rather sad. It's a really sad movie because it's so real. <laughs> that's another word it's a very human terrible. story yeah because it's you know it, I think it's a, it's a it's a true story isn't it uh, I'm if not it, entirely sure about that it, it's, it feels like a true story so it's 2003 it was written in. yeah that's yeah yeah, yeah. Was so it's 2003 it, apparently it's it's uh, in set in 2003 yeah okay I didn't know that but it's um, you are right it's definitely a story that that is about that it is about that kind of experience people go through after having gone through war and uh, ha- ha- not only not only how the, how people have to deal with it afterwards but also how people deal with the casualties of war mm. and also there, there are lots of questions about why do we go to war and mm. why are we still doing this sort of thing mm. now it's in, an open you know, critic definitely yeah. it criticizes a lot like it can be it's very relatable what's happening still now and thinking about yeah. just you know how we do something that we believe is right for a country or in general we believe we're doing something that's worth our lives and actually it kind of like you you go out like when the movie finishes you're like that's like just so sad because it was just so useless you know this so yeah it's like it's so sad it's such a sad Story. It's like Steve Carell has such a, has such a, a sad face. <laughs> well, he's a he has a perfect set a sad face. Yeah, he does. So, yeah. And like, but also like you feel for him so much during the whole, you know, film because not only like his life in general has been so sad. Like he has so not not in gen- not, not all his life, but like he's stuff that happens to him you're like oh my god so so there's lots of there's lots of talk about this this character and what what's happened to him so he in vietnam he was quite young and a lot he was younger than sal and uh, Mueller, and they kind of 
not really picked on him, but they used that they used that to their advantage, and they made him do things that he probably wouldn't. And he ended up basically going into prison. what they call into the brig. So it's like prison. Yeah, for, for two years. Yeah, but he was there for two years, and it was their fault. And there's lots of like this them having to deal with this, and there's also. That not not only uh, are they having to deal with the death, not only is Doc having to deal with the death of his son, but also the three of them are having to deal with what actually happened in Vietnam, and they're kind of coming to terms with that. You know, thirty years on from the actual yeah. event. More. Uh, it's, th- it's thirty years afterwards. Thirty years. Yeah, thirty, 30 years. years. I thought I thought you said thirteen. No, but um, you you say it's a sad story, but actually there's a lot of laughter oh, yeah. in this movie. I mean, it's, you, you've got like Steve Carell, one of the best comic actors of our time I think like he's great and then also well he's really sad in this, in this movie <laughs> he is but he also there, there are real moments of, of pure joy in this film there's, the, there's a moment in particular I think of when they're in the train and they're just laughing about old times mm. um, and <laughs> Steve Carell just does this great hysterical laughter and he's always he did it a lot in the office and 40 year old version and it's it's something he's very good at and I know you are right it is a very sad movie and I know that you felt very sad after oh, having yeah. seen I it I cried a lot but, during but I, the movie and I felt so sad after that yeah but I also thought there was there were moments of of, of real happiness as well the, the mere fact of these three old friends coming back together and going on on this on this little road trip together it's, it literally is a road movie in yeah. many ways because they go around in a in their car and then they go on the train and then the, there's kind of there are, there's not really a plot I mean there is a plot but it's yeah. more it's more just you're just enjoying being in the the company of these three men that are now You've got Brian Cranston's character, who literally is the same person he was in Vietnam. He can't, he can't grow up. You know, he he owns a bar, and he's drinking all the time. He's he's an alcoholic. He's got a lot of issues, and he wishes he was still in the army. Then you've got Lawrence Fishburne's character, who is now a reverend and and man of God, and um and I he apparently yeah, and apparently he was the worst. You know, the worst one during Vietnam. He was. They, they on say multiple occasions that he was always like had many prostitutes and was always pulling yeah he was always on drugs and now he's married and has kids and his kids now have kids and he's now he's like a reverend and he's it's and that and then you've got doc who kind of despite having probably the worst experience in vietnam being thrown into prison basically then went on to not only he actually worked for the military afterwards yeah, still um, does, yeah. and then he he met somebody um his wife dies and well he had a kid and then his wife dies and then his kid dies you just yeah, think that's so you know. sad i'm sorry i can't even think about that it's so sad but he because plays it so well yeah but the thing is like his life was actually quite nice because he had such a like a lovely family mm. but then it was like his wife, I think, died just a couple of months before his son. Yeah, his wife dies it's of breast sad. cancer. Yeah, it's just so sad. And um, the, the the thing the thing about this is it's not it's not really um, you're not watching this movie for kind of directorial flushes. You know, you know, you're not you're not thinking, oh, this th- that scene was really well crafted. But it's it's more as I said before, it's more about the performances, which is a link, a Richard Linklater thing. You know, it's, mm. he's a very stripped back director, and everything everything's done. It's almost like watching a play, mm. in a way. It's like watching these three characters interact on screen, which that, that's where the joy comes out and the sadness. Yeah, I think it's, it's quite... I mean, I liked it, and it's... 
like for me, I looked at different things in this yeah. film that I usually look at because I usually look at how the film looks a lot. Mm. Uh, there was I remember I still remember Crimson Crimson Peak. I was obsessed I, with I that. I knew you were going to mention Crimson Peak just Peak. because it was for me it was so beautiful to yeah. look at. I didn't really like story was enjoyable, but I didn't really think it was such a masterpiece. But the, I thought that was so beautiful to look at. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is not a pretty like it's not particularly I mean the they're photography. nice, th- they're yeah, nice, they're nice shots, shots the but the photography is not like breathtaking yeah. or something breathtaking or something. But yeah, you're concentrating on the story and on the performances that all really good. I really also really like the young guy, the player. So the young army best officer. Friend. Yeah the, uh, the son best friend. His yeah yeah like his character. That that character is a really interesting one because you, I think a lot of this movie is cri- is very critical of the army. Yeah, um, definitely. And um, and and you've got you've got an interesting scene in which um, basically they they're, they're finally after having been told to go to one place by by the military, which actually is the wrong place, they then have to go to another place, and then you just see you see all the coffins with with the American flag draped over them, and Steve Carell says, "I want to see my son." And the military can't say no, but they're like, actually, you, you know, shouldn't. you shouldn't. And there's he has no face. Yeah, basically. exactly. Because he was, and, and they they lied about what happened to him because they wanted they 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 want these people to be seen as heroes because they know if they're not, then people are going to be like, well, what's the point of this? We just got sending kids out there that are being shot whilst getting cokes for people, which is what happened to the son. You know, the the son, the um, Steve Doc's son was shot whilst going to a, a shop to buy cokes for his for his friends. Yeah. And then and it's like it's completely pointless. And then you've got Steve Carell there who's like, what was the point? You know, and then he doesn't want to bury his son in a yeah, in, in a military same time, he also said like it's exactly what he they were doing when they were in the army. They yeah. were getting high all the time. Yeah. Morphine. So it's basically, you know it's just the history repeating itself. Yeah. And yeah, he's an o- I think he's a very open critic, really blunt yeah. to to how it works, and and how it doesn't work. Oh, it actually doesn't work. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. how it's pointless. You re- the, the, that point of history repeating itself is really interesting because you you do have this uh, kind of psych- vicious cycle of of war, basically war just being uh, uh, not n- the. It's nothing about it is truthful. You're not. People are being told to go go to war because it's heroic and and you're being patriotic, whereas really it's just it's just a ploy for the American government to make more money. Yeah, what they were saying also the the the, the young officer it was like, we weren't even like we weren't actually like doing any like any war. important work. Yeah, you know what I mean. They were doing like they were giving like aids to the population. Oh yeah, uh, and then the, yeah, and they were basically buying coke. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So. Well, when we say coke, we we do mean Coca Cola. No, I mean. Oh. No. Uh, no the, oh, okay. I mean, you're talking I, about in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they were just getting drugs, but no. But the um the the boy uh, Doc's boy wasn't wasn't killed trying to get cocaine. He was killed just trying to get diet uh, Coca Cola. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they kind of use Coke a lot. A lot yeah, but like it's, it's just... Just the world word Coke. Yeah, I think it's Coca-Cola because yeah, he, he so was going into a shop. Yeah, it could yeah. be cocaine as well. I don't think it was. I didn't get that, I didn't get that feeling. that it, I think it was Cokes as in he was buying some Cokes. 
I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure. Is this even even more lame? Exactly. That was the thing. It's like it's it's so ridiculous. It, it, um, and it's it really does does put it very very uh, puts it right in your face. The pointlessness yeah. of, of this, not only the Vietnam War, but also the current war that's still going on. By yeah. the way, it's still we still America still has troops out there. Oh yeah. And I'm pretty sure the UK does as well. I don't know. But it's it's just uh, they do useless. they do you know because after the after we went to see the film I was of course talking about it at work yeah and I have a friend that said like oh yeah I know somebody that son their son died in in Iraq I was like what because for me it was so incredible you that something someone for Scotland would die in Iraq so but apparently yeah you do so. One thing we do quite regularly on this show, at least I try to, is ask you three questions. I'm going to just cry today. About and and you de- desperately try and come up with answers. <laughs> um, so the question is, the first question is, how did this film make you feel? Terri- terribly sad. I was so sad. But then again, you liked, I thought you liked sad movies. It was another, you liked sad books. Yeah, but it was another level of sad. Like, yeah. it, I, was, I was feeling so bad for him. I think also because he, he looks... So hopeless and so nice in the in the film. Like his character looks like a really lovely man. I was like, he doesn't deserve this. But it's it's very deliberate. It's to show to know. show you that the, the the nicest man in the world has to well, you know right. he's not probably not the nicest man in the world, no, but, but he's, a, really he's nice. such a lovely guy. And well, it's really nice to go to to prison and, and take the blame. Or yeah, and he never yeah, said yeah. anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I, I would agree with you. I think I think. Your sadness comes from the very last scene in the movie, like re- like th- that was the moment where I think you you teared up, didn't you? The, the I very cried end. so much. You didn't realize how much I cried, but I cried <laughs> so much. I was so engrossed in this movie, I, I didn't look over to see. I, what I, was kind, of, I kind of like trying to like. I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna you, I'm gonna keep it together. You're in a screen, screening surrounded by film critics, and thinking, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was the only together. one because everybody else was like. <laughs> Everyone else was laughing. That's the thing. There's a lot of laughter. Hell? Like, There's how could you? La- yeah, but come on. There was really sad bits as well. Of and course, like, people yeah. didn't seem like very like sad about it, and was like really feeling like an idiot. It's for me <laughs> the moment, the moment where I didn't, I didn't cry during this film. Maybe I'm just a horrible human being, but I did almost near the end, where he gets um, a letter from his son. That they all, all, all people in the army have to do this. They have to write a letter to their, their loved ones in case they die. Mm. And in it, uh, in the le- you, you see Steve Carell's character read the letter, and basically it's, he says, his son says, I, I, wanted, I wanted to do this. This was my decision, and I want you to bury me next to mum in, in my. What did, which he did. Which we, he did it, we, in his army. In outfit. his army, I suppose. So. Which is Thank that, God that, it that was the right a, thing. that's a really big part of the movie is mm. that he's like I want to take him I don't want him to be buried in the military um, burial grounds I want him to be buried in his hometown uh-huh. in Portsmouth um, next to his mother in his he wanted him originally in his in prom his graduation and, uh, in his graduation now. suit in the end he decides against it because you know he's a bit bigger than he was back in his graduate when he graduated so it, and then it turns out that he did the right thing. And um, yeah. and there's just that moment of just you feel so bad for this this man, but also I was kind of like, well, you know, there, there is some beauty in that where he actually he knew his son so well that he thought that was the right thing to do, and um, 
I, 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 that is it's heartbreaking, but I'm I also feeling so sad right now just know, talking about it this. It is heartbreaking, but I also thought it was really touching as well. It's, uh, yes, it, it's but it also it makes you think like how many families go through this mm. and how pointless this is. And he was just 21 in the movie, and how many 21 year olds. Yeah. just nothing and because it's nothing and it's not just that he's also this his boy sounded like a really nice guy that had a lot of you know he had a future you know he yeah. wasn't just going to be in the army and die you know die in Iraq or well another thing that was quite I think it really stuck with me was when the the other Washington the other young mil, like yeah, the young guy said, well, you shouldn't be, you know, he was so different from us because all of us, other in the army, the other guys were there because they literally had no choice. Yeah. They had nothing else to do. They had broken families and stuff like that. And it was like he was different because he had a nice, loving family and, you know, a nice life, a nice childhood. And also, it's also, it makes it even more sad because you're like, people just go there because they have no choice. They ha- they don't mm. know what to do. Mm. And it's like, you know, I can understand if you go because you feel like it's your duty or whatever. Yeah. But if you just go there because there is, you, you feel there's like, else th- for you. you literally think there's no other option. That's yeah. just like, you know. I mean, I think yeah, you you of course you you are right. Um, I think for me the 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 interesting part of this of this film was was its ability to make you both laugh and cry, and yeah. uh, and uh, a lot of it a lot of it a lot of the humor comes from um, just the interactions between the three of them. I I really thought Brian Cranston was quite good in this film mm. as Sal. Uh, he's he's someone that's uh, ever since Breaking Bad has seemed to have gone from strength to strength. There's uh, you know. He, everything he does, he seems to excel at. And uh, in this film, he plays something I haven't really seen him do before yeah. as well. You know, for me, he's still Malcolm's dad. <laughs> no. <laughs> for is. me, he's Walter White. <laughs> I haven't like, watched Breaking Bad. You should watch Breaking Bad. It's really good. You know what? There's it, too many things to watch. You have to choose. I think life. Breaking Bad is something we should probably watch. But but that, again, he, he definitely shows that he also... You know, they all They all discover themselves a bit more and, and he's if anything he's the most lost out of all the characters oh, yeah. he has a but he's also life. he tells it as it is so there's a real there's a real in, a lot you know they have to deal a lot with uh, trying to trying to help uh, Doc through this mm. process but what Sal does that Lawrence Fishburne's character doesn't is he tells it as it is he's very honest well if it wasn't for him they wouldn't have known that the, exactly you know he's that he actually didn't die in action and uh, they probably would have just put him put the the, the kid in the um, yeah. in the cemetery like he's, he's the one that knows he knows which buttons to push and he's he's always he's always just goes that bit too he far does not know what what buttons to, i mean he's really blunt and rude, oh, yeah. quite like but I, at, at the same time that's kind of what it's needed yeah because the other two characters really quite well, too nice. You know, Lawrence Fishman's character is very everything he says is is related, of course, because he's a reverend. You know, he talks about God a lot and like you know, believe it's kind in of her. Really and really cliche. And really. it is. It comes off as very cliched. I, I had more problems with his, his character. There are moments where you see like he suddenly goes into like outbursts of the old, mm. the old Mueller. For, you know, the, and and the, the, those bits are funny when he starts swearing. Like it's just like. 
all bets are off. It's Lawrence Fishburne swearing a lot, but I didn't quite believe the moments where he was a reverend. I found, I found it a bit too cliched. Mm. And I think that, that leads me on to my next question. What, what aspects of this film didn't you like? If any, you know. I mean, yeah, probably it was. I think I think it was done in purpose, though. That it was so yeah. cliche. I do think it's also like okay, I understand the calling and everything, but I mean, you can still be your own person and be a priest, you know, or whatever he was. Yeah. Um, he changes completely. Yeah, it yeah. feels like it's not necessary, but um, yeah, that's that's probably the only thing I'm like. Uh, I think for me, I have one problem with this film that I have with every Link, Richard Linklater film is it's too long. It is a bit it's too long. It's too long. All his films are really long. Boyhood is so long. It's that's, that's exactly why I didn't watch it, because it was so long. It is so... I mean, I think it wouldn't hurt to cut a few minutes out. But then again, I didn't, I didn't feel at any point... I wasn't looking at my watch, and I wasn't, I wasn't oh. thinking, oh, you know, I want this to end. But, uh, but with are, Boyhood, are, I was yeah, thinking that. There bit. are scenes where you like like the scenes where they get the phone for example it doesn't have to be that long you know you yeah, can yeah. cut two minutes out it's fine do you want to explain that scene do you want to try and explain it I'll explain it but they just can can't yeah, decide well, if they want to get a phone or not so, because but that, I thought that was a funny I thought yeah, that was, was a funny, funny scene yeah. so basically because it's 2003 it's kind of the beginning of like the phone era the mobile phone era and they all go into this shop and, and, and buy three mobile phones so they can talk to one another and it's just that Again, it, it, yeah, it it did go on for a bit long, but it does. It is a kind of heartwarming moment that I I appreciated because you need those sorts of moments of levity to kind of you know stop you from just being sad the whole time. And again, it shows it shows how good they are together. The fact that it's two thousand three now is, I mean, because it makes you feel like during the whole movie. I was kind of thinking it was after the Twin Towers thing because no. they were so like. What and is? It, no, because the Twin Towers is 9-11. So I'm like, and now I'm really confused. Yeah, but what year? What are you talking about? 9-11. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was, it what was. year? Oh my, oh my God, I don't remember. How old was I? <laughs> it, was, so it was before 2003. Really? I think so. Wasn't it? Was it 2004? I can't remember. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to cut this out. I pro- it was probably 2001 or something. <laughs> I think it was. You know? Because why else would they have been... I remember being in secondary el- school. I remember being probably 12. What? <laughs> or 13. That's it's 2001. <laughs> that's right, 2001. I was like, what a second. I'm so confused. Yeah. I was just wanted to make sure because I was like... Yeah, so why, why else so, would they have been at war if, if it hadn't been for uh, I'm sorry, but Americans are always at war, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. September 11th, 2001. Okay. <laughs> I think it's, you're oh also... God, I'm con- so old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I want to cut that out, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it makes us sound so stupid. Yeah, cut this week out, cut it. Cut okay, it but I mean, it was, yeah. It, why else would they have been at war if it hadn't been after 9-11? I don't not but seriously, aren't they always at war with something or someone or some yeah. what, whatever? <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like they're everywhere and they always have guns on them, so I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I think you yes, you are right. If you I'm sorry history, if any American, American listening to I have to say I uh, I did study American literature. I really like you guys, but still you're a bunch of morons. I like your books. <laughs> um, and the I, I suppose the final question is, would you recommend this film? 
What? Sorry? Would you recommend this movie to anybody? If you want to be really sad for like two, three days, yes. No, yeah, I would recommend it. It's, really, it's, an, it's a good movie to watch. It is really sad, though. It's not. Yeah. I don't think it's a movie you're like, oh, it's Friday night. I want to just... Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not that type of. Thing. No, it's it's, 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 uh, yeah. it's a very much sit down and think movie. Yeah. It's not a sit down and leave your brain at home movie. Yeah, no. Um, it's so sad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely would recommend it. I, I know what you mean. I think it was a certain type of person would enjoy this film, and um, someone that already likes Richard Linklater and is familiar with his work would definitely find um, a lot of things to enjoy in this film. Uh, I, I think I would try. I think people should try and seek it out. Uh, it's coming out. Well, it's out now when this yeah. this goes out. So if you if you you know can go and go and see it. Uh, I think. Uh, I don't think it's Richard Linklater's best movie. Uh, I still I still even though it's long, I still think Boyhood is his best film. I really did like it. Uh, also because of the story behind it and how it was done and how long it took to make. It's just a ridiculous yeah. story. This one, uh, there's definitely a lot to enjoy. Uh, and what would your rating be? Oh, you know what? I don't know if I can rate this. Oh, you mean a sound or a proper or just, number? Or just a what? Okay, do a rating. What, you, what comes into you, what comes into your heads when you think of Last Black? Sadness. Sadness. <laughs> sadness. Sadness and tears. I think. I think. Uh, I don't think you understand how much I cr- actually cried during that movie. But isn't that good though? Isn't that, that's a good thing? It's Come on. good. It made you feel something. This it made me so sad. It, actually, I was feeling even when we were talking. Like we went outside. Yeah. And we were talking about it. Like I asked you to stop talking about it because yeah, it was making did, yeah. me so sad. Yeah. It's just. It was. I don't remember last time I watched a movie that made me as sad as this one. And I watch a lot of sad things because I, I do like them, but this was just devastating. I think it's because his face was so... <laughs> he was so nice. And I felt so bad that everything was happening to him. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, you know, it makes, me, it makes you feel like, oh, all these bad things always happen to the nicest people. I think uh, for me, it's another... It's proof once again of how good Steve Carell is. He is good. He's, he, he's, he's good. I mean, last, last year we had uh, his performance in Battle of the Sexes, which he was really oh, good yeah, in. Yeah, he was really good. He was really good in Foxcatcher. He's, he's uh, one of these comedic actors that has just kind of shown the world that, yeah, even if you are a comedian, you can still act, like do serious movies mm. and be really good in them. Yeah. The same could be said about Brian Cranston as well. And to a certain extent, Lawrence Fishburne, who, I mean, you know, everybody knows from the Matrix movies yeah. as the you know the yeah. dude that goes the red pill or the blue pill. But it kind of like you think about Steve Carell and you're like, ha. Huh. Steve Carell is that yeah. funny guy from it's the that, Office, exactly. All I'm or forty year version. But he's again, he's um, it's just another another feather in his cap, really, and and another another <laughs> decent Richard Linklater movie. For me, it's like a, I mean, I don't like giving ratings to like number ratings to movies, yeah, but I'm I suppose really. it's like a it's a solid seven out of ten. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah I'd say that seven is a good. Yeah. So it's seven, la- seven flying flags. <laughs> seven <laughs> tears. So I think, I think that'll about do it for Last Flag Flying. Yeah, I mean, and if, if you don't want to cry during a movie, yeah. maybe you should go and watch Molly's Game. Oh, you wanted that's to mention how, this, that's didn't how you? As well. Yeah, I want to mention it because I liked it and I think she's amazing. It's Jessica Chastain. Yeah, she's my favourite. So, so that, that, that that's like your tip of the week is go, go and tip see. Tip of the week. Go, that's a new segment. Yeah, I didn't know we <laughs> had that. tip of the week. Molly's game, not yeah. Lost Black Flying. <laughs> I, I would I would 
yeah, I would uh, recommend that as well. I have a few reservations about that film. Uh, yeah, but come on, Idris Elba is he's there as well. Mainly, just, mainly Idris it's Elba's accent. Too much, Hor- too much. Like it's a hormone feast. If what the <laughs> Molly's lo- game? Molly's game. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's been. It's been. Um, a lot of people have called it the you know female version of the Wolf of Wall Street. I would not call it that. I don't think it's that type of movie. No. If you if you're it's going in movie. to watch that type of film, that that's not what you're going to get. No, but I mean, we're not going to going to have another hour and a half to no. talk about this. I think, just, yeah, it, I was think ju- it was just it was just to give you an option if you don't want to be, be sad re- for a week. This will be a, regu- a regular segment on the show. Less <laughs> is tip of the week. <laughs> if you don't want to see the movie that we're actually talking about, here is another well, the, one for you. The idea is that you've already seen the movie because we've literally spoiled the whole film. Yeah, so, so you, you don't need to see yeah. them. No, you do. You do. It's different. No, yeah. you know, it's, it's not the same. It, I don't think the story telling the story doesn't have the same effect the same effect anyway I don't think that's important no. you know because you know I mean just go on just Wikipedia and uh, you understand what's going on but I think I know I'm going to say some cheesy thing now it's like it's not the, you know the, the, the final line that's important it's the journey <laughs> it's not the finish line it's the journey <laughs> yes. that is the cheesiest thing I've ever heard you say but it is so true because it's not really like you know what's happening it's not the, the destination it's the journey yeah, thank you it's not like it's, it's not the you know how it's like it, it, the ending is not important at all because you know what happened like you know mm. the main thing that happens is that this son dies yeah and it's really how kind of like the how the the characters uh, together like how they react react to everything that happens during the mm. during the journey i think that's the m- most the important thing of the film so yeah it doesn't matter if you know everything that happens now okay I've, i just had an idea my tip of the week all right because if you get one i should get one yeah, well if you want to. i yeah. mean i don't want to upset you <laughs> my, my, my tip of the week is the post well, that doesn't. Well, that's not right. I'm sorry. I I I, I object to this because I haven't seen that. <laughs> so. It's really good. A bit a bit uh, a bit sentimental and sanctimonious, but uh, I liked it. I thought it was. I good. object. <laughs> anyway, I think that'll about do it for this week. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll. Well, I don't think we're doing one next week, but no, maybe in two, two weeks', weeks. time. Uh, and we have no idea what that film will be, but hopefully it'll be a good one. Maybe <laughs> I Tanya. I don't know. We'll see. Something interesting. So that's that's about it from me and mm-hmm. and for every from everybody. Goodbye. Woo! <laughs>